T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original, WEI. Third and seven, McCary has a receiver. St. Louis and a flag on the play. That is pro. There is no foul for a personal foul by the defense. The play results in a touchdown. All right, VP of officials, Dean Blandino. Dean, can you can you walk us through this? So originally the back judge had a flag down, which I believe it hit on a defenseless player was the call yesterday the call yesterday on espn of the first of two xfl games weekend number one of xfl 3.0 or as they're calling it xfl 2023 an epic comeback dare i say andy at the alamo dome as aj mccarron led the uh, the st louis Battlehawks back from a 15 to 3 deficit with under two minutes remaining the steely reserve of head coach former new york jets tight end anthony becht as they came back from 15-3 to down to win 18-15. to And this is Fitzy and Hart filling in for the Greg Hill Morning Show on President's Day. Happy President's Day and happy kickoff to kids don't have school all week. What the hell are we going to do with them week for all you groggy and sleepy-eyed parents out there? Perhaps you're skiing, perhaps you're on your way to Disney. Wherever you are, we appreciate you tuning in and making Fitzy and Hart part of your President's Day morning. You can give us a call at 617-779-7937. Andy, I just had it on the background I went outside and played football with the kids for a while. We came back in, saw there was a couple minutes left. I said, "Hey, hey, kids, let's 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 watch the end of this game just to, so you can see what this new football league that Dad was talking about is all about." I go into the kitchen to momentarily uh, start dinner preparations. I come back, and all of a sudden, it's eighteen to fifteen, and I was stunned to see how quickly the score turned for them. And this is sort of what's kind of fun about the way the XFL does business. There's no kicking extra points. You can either go for one, two, or three points with your post-touchdown try. Uh, they score, t- they drive down the field, they score a touchdown. They go for a three-point conversion, which is basically fourth and ten from the ten. So it's fourth and goal from the ten. They convert it. Then there's this other thing. I don't know what you th- what you think about some of these new rules that they have that they're sort of like trying out. And I appreciate the fact that they're operating sort of as a an audition league for the NFL slash. Trying, trying out new rules to see if the NFL wants to ever possibly integrate them, if they'll actually work on the professional level. But if you don't want to kick off, if you want to try to keep the ball, 
instead of having to try an onside kick, you can take the ball at your own 25, and if you can convert a 4th and 15 try, you get to keep the ball. And that's actually what A.J. McCarron was able to do. His first touchdown was to former Pittsburgh Steeler and and, uh, Vegas Raider, or then Oakland Raider, Martavis Bryant. Then they convert 4th and 15. Then they drive down the field, and with 10 seconds left, A.J. McCarron, who looks like he can absolutely still spin it, throws a seed to Austin Prohl for the touchdown, and then the Battle Hawks win and spoil the debut for Heinz Ward and the San Antonio Brahmas. What a Brahma is, I have no idea. We'll have uh, maybe producer Jackson can look that up for us momentarily. Austin I believe Prohl. it's a bull. Yeah, it's a bull. It's a bull. Okay, thank it's you. The rock I didn't know. That's what I and thought. The second rock reference. He he he's the Brahma bull. Yeah, that's his nickname. That's it's almost his logo. It's yeah. It's right. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys for the reminder there. Um, the Brahma Bowl. That's right. I forgot that that was the Rock's nickname. And of course, he would want a team named that. Of course, now that he's kind of shepherding and promoting the league, and he's one of the owners of XFL 3.0. But I'm watching, and I see this kid Austin Prohl, and I'm like, that's got, that can't be. But that's also got to be. Then they cut to the sidelines, and former New England Patriots Super Bowl nemesis Ricky Prohl. That's right, the receiver from the St. Louis Rams who caught the final touchdown for the Rams in Super Bowl 36 and then caught the final touchdown, oddly enough, to tie the game up in Super Bowl 38 for the Carolina Panthers. He's the wide receivers coach for the Battle Hawks as well, uh, and that's his son. And I never knew that his son was a receiver, that he was playing football at any level. It makes a ton of sense. He, you want to talk about looking the part of someone who deserves a tryout or might try to make it on as like a special teamer slash bonus little slot receiver, I watched that execution and I thought, A.J. McCarron absolutely 100% could be a backup again in the NFL with the way he was slinging the ball. And a guy like Austin Prohl, that's exactly what I would hope from your alternative football league to find out who these next little somebodies who could be, as the XFL calls them, Andy, player 54. Yeah, it's minor league football. Like, that was my takeaway. I didn't watch much yesterday. I watched more on Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely better day minor. yesterday, by the way. Sorry to cut you off, but much better, much more entertaining football yesterday than Saturday. Yeah, it it's still minor league football. Now the rules and the the gimmicks and you know the way they officiate and Dean Blandino and some of that is intriguing. Um, I like the comeback rules. Like the game's never over with the three point mm-hmm. uh, try and then you know the ability to maintain the ball with a traditional football play. When when you onside kick, you're hoping for a lucky bounce, right? Like that's. Yeah. The reality. What, this is a traditional football play. The odds of the onside kick are like four percent or something being recovered. Like it's minimal at best. Well, based on the modern rules where they took safety in into yep. account, and you can't overload the field and things of that nature. So I like aspects of this. If again, though, if you go in looking for crisp, elite, high end football, I think you're going to be disappointed. If you say I'm a football fan, I like football. I know this isn't going to be the NFL, but it gives me a an off-season taste of football, then I think you can you can enjoy yourself, and I I hope it succeeds, just because you know it's an alternative to college basketball. It's an alternative to NASCAR. It gives you something to potentially watch in spring, late winter, and spring uh, weekends in your mm-hmm. TV viewing pleasure. That's see, that's exactly it. Like if you. Now, some will say, like, oh, I only want real NFL football. I don't want this minor league stuff. Okay, I don't want this gim- no gimmicky imitation, something like that. Okay, I can understand that. But to me, the ability to see some guys that could potentially work their way into camps. We have seen guys from XFL 2.0 make their way into the NFL and actually start and play meaningful minutes like P. 
P.J. Walker, who got a bunch of starts for the Carolina Panthers this year and at times actually played pretty well. I'm not going to say that he you know, was Pro Bowl level, although then again, considering Snoop Huntley was a Pro Bowl quarterback, anybody can be one these days. But the impact it may have in terms of like, oh, ooh, they tried that out in the XFL. It worked, and the NFL had their eyes on it. And maybe one day the NFL decides, you know what? We'll also include the three-point comeback rule. And, you know, we'll we'll try this with kickoffs. And we agree that, like, there's there's constant contact as well. Former NFL head of officiating Dean Blandino is now working with the XFL. And whenever there's a review, we get to go right to their uh, the video room or what the XFL headquarters and see why they're reviewing it the way it goes down, like, and it's much quicker. I think you'll we'll, we'll probably end up, hopefully, maybe if anything else, we can see a couple of players make their way down the pipeline. We can be moderately entertained in the offseason as we get just a little hit of the football coming off of the sweet, sweet high of NFL football. And maybe they can help clean up some elephants, uh, some elephants, excuse me, first misspeak of the day, thanks very much, some elements of the pro game. Yeah, the one thing, I like that it puts a little pressure on the NFL in that area. Mm-hmm. The NFL is the the king of the football world, and sometimes it they have the uh, the view of like your parent. Why? Because I said so. Why? Mm-hmm. But why? Doesn't make sense. Because I said so, and I'm the parent, and you're the kid. It almost feels like sometimes the NFL takes that approach. Because I said so, you're the fan. I'm mm-hmm. the football expert. Whereas I think if you if you utilize the XFL to display some of these officiating rules, whatever it may be. It gives the, the the opportunity for the NFL to have to sort of answer. Now, I don't think they'll ever go to as transparent a review process as the XFL. There's a lot more on the line. There's a lot more ego. There's a lot more uncertainty with how much is the league office involved through the little headsets to the guys on the field and all of that. Mm-hmm. But if it puts pressure on the NFL, that's good. Because monopolies are bad, and the NFL is a monopoly. They can do whatever they want. It's like... A couple years ago when they said, yeah, fans won 18 games. They're clamoring for it. And I was like, I haven't heard any fans clamor for necessarily 18 games. They like football. They may want more football, but they're also um, cognizant of the the injuries and how it could change things. I don't want the NFL to just say stuff and and feel free to get away with it because they are, you know they have the hammer. Right now, I think the XFL, when these in this sense, can put a little pressure on them. Oh, that's fun. Why wouldn't the NFL do a three-point play? Because we're not going to. Yeah, but it really works well in the XFL. I, that added pressure, I think, is good for the overall quality of football. Exactly. I think as far as getting off to any kind of start or making any sort of impact for the XFL 3.0 could be this weekend was a pretty solid start. There was some entertaining football uh, a little bit on Saturday, more so on Sunday. You get four games. They're going to play some on Thursday nights. There'll be some on Saturdays and some on Sundays as well. You don't have to watch, but at the same time, they don't have football. They don't have professional football in San Antonio. And guess what? They had a big crowd at the Alamo Dome yesterday. And they were pulling 30,000 people in St. Louis before it had to shut down due to COVID back in 2020. Uh, last night as well in D.C. where the defenders won 22 to 18. Uh, you had NFL legends like Ben DiNucci who once got a start for the Dallas Cowboys in a pinch when Dak Prescott was hurt in 2020. He started, he had our old pal Josh Gordon in the game. Hell, Saturday, Patriots legend Devontae Bosby uh, recovered, a, t- recovered a, uh, a fumble and scored a touchdown Saturday. You remember Devontae Bosby and all three plays he contributed in the Patriots getting their lips handed to them by the Buffalo Bills back in January of 2022. It, it, it's, it's entertaining enough. And like you said, forcing some potential transparency from the NFL because the XFL did a few things differently. Uh, it's about all the XFL could possibly ask for during the opening week in hell. Maybe it'll be 
uh, it'll finally give us that minor league, the developmental league between college and the pro game that can be modestly entertaining in the interim. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. When we come back, spring training, Sox talk, and what the hell was John Henry thinking when he spoke to Jen McCaffrey uh, earlier this weekend? Apparently, John Henry, Andy, doesn't believe that he was booed. Uh, We have audio that proves otherwise. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, we'll catch up on all the sports news trending. And maybe they can help clean up some elephants of the pro game. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Join the team at JetBlue Park, then enjoy waterfront dining, explore parks and preserves, and soak up the sunshine. Tickets are on sale now. Start planning at visitfortmyers.com. Here's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com as we look to clean up some of the elephants in the room. It was all about the Jays in Salt Lake City last night at the NBA All-Star Game as Team Giannis defeated Team LeBron in an absolute nail-biter. First to 182 wins. It was Team Giannis 184, Team LeBron 175. Jason Tatum for Team Giannis set an All-Star Game record with 55 points, while teammate Jalen Brown in his brand-new Batman mask for Team LeBron had 35. The Jays accounting for 90 points of the 359 (laughs) scored in the All-Star Game yesterday. Celtics kick off the back end of their 2022-2023 season Thursday night. They have 23 games remaining in the regular season, sitting at 42-17 and 17 now. Thursday night, they started back up again, 7 o'clock tilt in Indianapolis against the Pacers. Meanwhile, the Bruins, the top team in the NHL all season long, fresh off a 6-2 win against the Islanders on Saturday, they have a President's Day matinee, a 1 p.m. puck drop versus the Senators from the TD Garden. We were just discussing the XFL, the debut of XFL 3.0 this weekend. Yesterday in action, the St. Louis Battlehawks 18, the San Antonio Brahmas 15. What a comeback led by A.J. McCarron and the D.C. Defenders last night. Yes, the fans who enjoy throwing lemons on the field in protest, Andy Hart, and because their beer snake was taken away from the stands, they won 22-18. to 18. I, it's, it's fun to watch. That's all I'm saying. Not saying much, but I'm just saying it's kind of fun to watch. And in the rest of sports yesterday, John Rahm returned to number one in the PGA with a win at the Genesis Invitational. And Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the Daytona 500 after a record 212 laps. I'm your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I think the, the most uh, informed thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. To have the best. But we also have $9 tickets for every single game, for every student anywhere in New England to come to Fenway Park for $9. And that's really important. Um, um, and it's preserving, protecting, and enhancing Fenway Park. Oh, sweet Caroline. Good times never felt so good, Andy Hart. That boo, were, boo, those boo. were some highlights from, boo. what do they call it? Is it Red Sox Weekend? Red Sox Expo? Red winter Sox Week- Winter Weekend. It was Red Sox Winter Weekend. Wint- Red Sox Winter Weekend. Yes, of course. Uh, our pals Christian Arcand, Ken Laird, and Chris Curtis were out there to speak to some of the Red Sox brass. And on Friday night, as there was a little bit of a town hall that Nesson was filming, of course, we had Tom Karen, Jared Carabas, Sam Kennedy, Heimblum, and John Henry on stage. Fans let them know how excited they were about Xander Bogarts leaving the Mookie Betts trade from a few years ago. The highest ticket prices in Major League Baseball. They got roundly booed. And so far, that is probably the biggest takeaway from the post-2022 efforts and the start of 2023 for your Boston Red Sox, Andy. This is Fitzy and Hart filling in for the Greg Hill Show today. We're with you till 10 a.m. Give us a call, 617-779-7937. Or, of course, you can text us, 37937, on the Subaru of New England text line. The Subaru of New England, Washington's birthday sales event lasts all month long. Find your authorized Subaru retailer at SubaruofNewEngland.com. Now, Andy, I know we're trying to stay more positive about the Red Sox. I know we want to find some diamonds in the rough, Heimblum style. I know I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay positive, everyone. Jeez, I want to enjoy some baseball. I want to, you know... I want to throw on the radio and hear Flemdog or Lou or Castigs, you know, narrating my summer, the white noise, the background comfort that is listening to the Red Sox on the radio here on the Red Sox radio network, WEI, your flagship station for the Boston. Oh, geez, I know you don't care, lady. Hold on. Just give me a second. All right. We're looking for like like you said last week when you were on with Rich on one of your two nights on the Rich Keefe show that you guys talked all positive about the Red Sox. We're trying to find ways that they could surprise. They, they could come from out of nowhere, as a lot of people are picking them to finish last in the AL East again. Their over-under win total is only 76.5 on the season, and I feel the same way. But then I read this piece, and this was nicely put together last night by our pal Scott McLaughlin on WEI.com. John Henry seemingly denies being booed at Winter Classic. Uh, he spoke with Jen McCaffrey of The Athletic, uh, he, uh, he hasn't done any more sit-downs or put in much more FaceTime since then, Andy. However, uh, he answered a few questions via email for The Athletic. Uh, and he, it's the first time that he has addressed being booed at the team's winter weekend in Springfield. He was asked, uh, as I read from the article, he was asked if he recognized Sox fans' frustration and if it would change his approach at all. He gave a defensive answer, saying, you ready for this? Quote, 
There's a false narrative surrounding the club and that he seemingly denied that he was booed at the Winter Classic when the Penguins faced the Bruins. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. I remember being on the radio that day. You and I did a Patriots Monday. We spoke to Mac Jones, etc. Uh, there was a huge crowd over at Fenway. Wasn't one of the things, and I'll continue with some of the quotes here in a second, but wasn't the big takeaway that everybody around town, whether it was on social media, uh, news media, and beyond, was saying, oh, my God, John Henry just got booed. Like, the man owns Fenway Park, yet here's his hockey team playing in the house of his baseball team, and he just got booed. I mean, d- am I wrong? Didn't we all hear that? Yeah, no, we heard it. The only yeah. There's only one person who's delusional or has a false narrative here, and it's the owner of the Boston Red Sox. I, this is it, this is like this like jaw dropping to me. Like, uh, you know, you could be up in you know, you could be surrounded by all of your yes men, if you will. You could be way up in your ivory tower. You could be a multi billionaire and have people tell you fill your head full of all the news, the information, and the positivity you could possibly want. And as successful as the ownership group Fenway Sports Group has been since they took over the Red Sox just over twenty some odd years ago four World Series championships this century, my Lord, if only some of our relatives, the dear and departed past of Boston sports fandom, could have even experienced one. And we've gotten four this century, Andy. It's unthinkable. Lucky us. But to have this ownership group now be uh, held in such contempt of the public sports court and to have John Henry giving delusional quotes like this to Jen McCaffrey of The Athletic, there's a false narrative surrounding the club, Henry told Jen McCaffrey. It really took hold in 2022. There were even false reports of booing at Fenway Park during the Winter Classic. I think those factors and losing Xander to San Diego were the biggest factors. Those are the fans you would believe are the least likely to try to shout us down. But it happened. Did anyone report the standing ovation at the end? Uh, yeah, no. I don't even know what he's talking about. Like that I, I don't think I don't think like wellness check. Isle Henry, what in the hell is he talking about? There, there should. I, I agree with you. Let's do a dementia check. Let's do an Alzheimer. I, I don't know what he's ta- he's rambling in a. And this is written. It's important to to note that this is written, so he can choose whatever he wants. He can oh delete, delete, delete backspace. It's not oh you were cornered and some gave some verbal answer and you kind of stepped in it. This was a written response via email. And I, I don't know what he's talking about, but I continue to go back to two words, delusional, and there is a disconnect. He is as disconnected from Red Sox Nation and fans as you could possibly be if he thinks there's a false narrative of frustration and booing, because it's there. It's legit. You know, it, it, I, like there's a video, Jackson, uh, Jackson, I just forwarded this to you as well. There's a John Henry entering Fenway the day of the Winter Classic. Uh, pulling up and there's fans outside literally booing the man. We'll share that with you uh, as we effort and endeavor that momentarily. But for John Henry, instead, like, you know what Red Sox fans want to hear right now? They want to hear more than just Bloom trying to explain why they had to trade Mookie Betts and unfortunately why they felt like they lost Xander. They want to hear why they signed these guys, why the Red Sox may surprise you, and maybe we'll outline a few of those elements in just a moment, because I do think they're going to win more than 76 and a half games this year. There may be some pleasant stories, and I know our guy Brad Foe, who will be coming to you today from 2 to 6 p.m. down in Fort Myers, is going to have a lot of those reasons why. He'll be talking about what's going on in camp and some of the pleasant vibes going on in this wildly undercovered and underreported on lack of buzzy spring training for the Red Sox. I, do, I don't I do want have to that hear audio any of this nonsense from John Henry. What I want to hear is this is unacceptable doesn't matter how much we've delivered it doesn't matter what we've done for the fans we have 
America's most beloved ballpark. We have high expectations in this town. Losing is unacceptable. And even with four World Series championships, four trophies now in Fenway Park this century, we have set a standard. We have high ticket prices, and those are matched by high expectations, high emotions, and high levels of commitment from your fandom. And if you want to turn Fenway Park into some place that people just swing by and take a selfie and a family photo at out of town because it's a tourist trap and not actually a temple, a cathedral of baseball for the most loyal fans in all of Major League Baseball, then sell the damn team. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Yeah. um, I think we knew at that point that John Henry was not in touch with the fans. Oh, he never has been. I mean, he's at his most comfortable sitting in front of three screens that have Excel spreadsheets and working the markets and not interacting with people but utilizing a keyboard. I mean, that's been obvious from day one. He's brought success. As Fitzy said, he should get some credit for that and the, the wins that they've had. But now they have just lost their way. And for them to say, for him to say in Winter Weekend that it's expensive to have ball players is just so <laughs> yeah. dumb. I, just... I have that I have that audio you wanted, Fitzy, from outside of Fenway. Okay, thank you very much, Jack. John, was... pay Raffy! Pay anybody! <laughs> Under the age of 40. <laughs> Raffy's worth the money, just saying! Yeah, fans were ch- fans literally lined up outside of the Winter Classic. Andy, there was no part. There were like this was supposed to be a party. The Bruins were playing in the centerpiece NHL game, ripping through the NHL. That's all. We should have had all positive vibes. And John Henry pulls up because now Fenway Sports Group, you know, owners of the Pittsburgh Penguins, shows up to his baseball park to root for the other, to root for the other hockey team, which is just again like I, I understand you want to have a diverse portfolio of professional sports teams and it's the Fenway sports group and you own racing and you know soccer and you got commitments all, literally all over the globe now that's such a conflict of interest I can't even get into it no wonder why they signed Raffy Devers just a couple days later because John Henry's lying if he said he didn't hear the fans chirping at him from outside fans actually booing him from inside the stadium as well and that winter weekend I mean Unless the Red Sox can surprise people like we think they might be able to because expectations are so low, what a miserable taste to be left in the mouth of Red Sox fans for this season. Yeah, the 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 Penguins thing doesn't really bother me. If you were running the Red Sox like the Red Sox had previously been run, I wouldn't care. But mm-hmm. when you're going to try to sell me on it's okay, why you had to trade bets and then in this piece with Jen McCaffrey, would you do anything different with Xander? And his response is, we could have offered 12 years, exclamation point. No, this isn't a joke. This is, you mismanaged the negotiation. You could have offered a lot less than 12 years and a lot less money if you had done this on a proper timeline and kept Xander Bogarts in a Red Sox uniform. And you wouldn't have all these people chanting about, you need to pay somebody, anybody, more than a one-year deal and if they're under the age of 40. Like, the the... The, the water is so muddied here, it's very simple. You're the Boston Red Sox. You should play at a certain business level. And for mm-hmm. you to tell me that baseball players are expensive, guess what? You get what you pay for in Major League Baseball, generally. Do you have to overpay? Sometimes. But guess what? I have to overpay when I go to Fenway for beer and a hot dog, and they're just a beer and a hot dog. I can get the same beer and the same hot dog for a lot cheaper somewhere else if I don't go to your, oh, classic America's favorite ballpark. And for you to try to make that comparison is... It's disrespectful to the fan base, I I think. I think it's disrespectful for the people you want to shell out money to come to your ballpark. Yes, ballplayers are expensive. The good ones are really expensive. 
let's play an equal game here. I'll pay through the nose for beer and a hot dog if you pay through the nose for entertaining good ball players. But if you're going to try to be some mid-market, small market, oh, look, we got a two-year deal for this 38-year-old, and we got a one-year deal for this 37-year-old. No, 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 that's not going to work. I don't want crap for my high prices. I want entertaining, good baseball. And he called last year mediocre. They were not mediocre last year. Mediocre? They, they were a sub-500 team. Mediocre is like 84 and 78. Those I don't Red care Sox about the record. I don't, care. They were I don't give a rat's ass about the record. I'm talking about the baseball team that couldn't play little league caliber defense, never mind major league caliber defense, that couldn't run the bases at a major league level, that didn't have a first baseman who could play. Don't tell me you were mediocre. You were a terrible baseball team last year. Horrific. And if you're selling yourself on, you were mediocre and, oh, we play in the best division in baseball. It's not fair. That's who you are. That's who you've always been. But you used to be atop the division. Now you look up at the Baltimore Orioles. That's how embarrassing it is. You look up consistently at the Baltimore Orioles. So this mediocre, no, no, no. You're a horrific baseball team that has been mismanaged in recent years, and that falls on ownership. Couldn't agree more, Andy. To the phones we go. Let's listen to the Fenway faithful who are not very happy with the way this offseason or the last 18-plus months have gone for your Red Sox. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. David is down in Florida. He wants to talk a little bit about John Henry. Good morning, David. Yeah. Uh, denialing the river, uh, <laughs> Mr. Henry. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I've been saying this. For, for the past couple of years, the guy is a narcissistic fool. Everything he accomplished, the World Series, is all about him. This is his master plan. I mean, from a from a business standpoint, I mean, it, I mean, uh, he's just trying. He's just trying to get. He's trying to maximize things. Uh, I mean, buy low, spend high. Well, I mean, he's just he, he's just a narcissistic fool, and he doesn't know, he doesn't care about the fans. Doesn't care about winning. He just—it's all about him, him, him. And I mean, this team is not going to let. If they get off to a horrible start, and I hope they do, and they probably will. I mean, Cora is not the Cora is not free of any blame either. I mean, he's in this whole eight. This honest article that the court that uh, that he wrote last week about the 18 season. I've been saying that for a while too that they were probably cheating then, and this administration. Is just not going to make it through the first half of the season, and it, it, this is going to be the, re, the the anti-1967 season. I mean, it's just an utter abomination. It's Thank you very much for the call, David. I appreciate it very much. Uh, okay, so there's someone who's obviously listened to, watched, and taken in the Red Sox for uh, a couple couple decades or so, uh, who has made them a part of their regular diet. Andy, who's uh, None, none too. Please, they have to know. Like, come on, they have to know. They have to. Know, they ha- who's they? they have to understand how frustrated their fans. I mean, they literally sat there in front of them at their celebrate their off season celebration. Which, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I also hear that when the New England Sports Network was cutting together highlights of Red Sox Winter Weekend, that they edited out all the times that Heim Bloom, Sam Kennedy, and John Henry were booed? I don't know if all of them, but yes, I, I, I didn't watch it, but what I read was that it was uh, favorably edited by Nesson for the for the team and the owners and, and the decision makers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John Henry's uh, words to Jen McCaffrey, by the way, continue. This is all in response to a piece uh, to some comp- some words from Sean McAdam. Uh, he continues. 
In a particular year, some clubs are criticized because they aren't, quote, going for it when they are going every single thing they can short of destroying their futures to win. You can always have an you always have to keep an eye on the future and every team, maybe not the Mets, has a budget. It's so easy to fall as we did in 2022 to mediocrity. We needed to make changes, but we haven't lost our way. <laughs> now that's funny. Haven't lost our way. <laughs> I hated losing Xander as much as anyone on the planet, but players going to free agency isn't a new phenomenon. We are faced with difficult choices each offseason. You have got to be kidding me. This they what they did, you know, Andy, one of my favorite lines just in general, let alone in sports, is those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. John Henry was the principal owner of the Boston Red Sox, the head managing partner of the Fenway Sports Group, way back when, when one of the best pitchers in the 21st century four-year ball club, John Lester, fresh off leading the team in that emotional year of Boston, you know, 617 Boston Strong to a World Series championship, was coming up on his own free agency. And they just jerked him around, didn't offer him near what he was worth, ultimately trade him to the A's. Then he goes to the Cubs and, spoiler alert, helps lead the Cubs to the promised land and win their first World Series in over a century as well. And then what did they do when they had all this time with Xander Bogarts just practically begging to be offered something resembling a quality contract or his market worth? He recruits a guy to basically be his replacement. That guy has surgery on his elbow, can't even play but maybe a quarter of this upcoming season if we're lucky. And now I'm forced to watch on my timeline highlights of Xander Bogarts wearing yellow and brown on the West Coast, being super happy, well compensated, and not finishing his career where it began. It's just, it's insulting, Andy. I, I, th I, think, we, I think we are right now echoing and resonating the emotions of the Fenway faithful and the Red Sox fans when I say the way this offseason has been run and the words that have been shared by ownership are insulting. Yeah, don't. Don't, you know, urinate on me and tell me it's raining. And that's what they have been trying to do all offseason. Now, the one thing I will say for John Henry mm -hmm. is I think he kind of believes his own crap. I think he is so insulated and surrounded by yes men and in his own little world that, you know, that whole theory, it's not a lie if you truly believe it. I mm -hmm. think he believes a lot of what he is selling, which is unfortunate because he is um, delusional to the problems of his organization and the way they're being run in Boston. Even the little shots, oh, you know, the Mets don't have a budget. Okay, well, why are you taking shots at the Mets? They're trying to win. God forbid you try to win. Mm -hmm. You tried to win at one point. You brought in Dombrowski knowing exactly the way he managed things. Now you've brought in a different guy to manage it a completely different way, and it's not going well. You caught lightning in a bottle at the end of the 2021 season and made a nice run. Yeah, that was fun. But there's no and then some of those to... players we shipped off because we didn't want to pay them, even oh, yeah. though they went to other teams and Absolutely. led them to a World Series. But we digress. Absolutely. And you know me, Fitzy, baseball, you're fighting a beast in the NFL that is Entertainment 365 mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're in this business. The Red Sox are not entertaining in the offseason. They're not entertaining during the season. So when exactly do the Red Sox get back to being entertaining? Because usually if you're not entertaining entertaining during the season, you feel a need to try to be entertaining in the offseason, make some moves, be aggressive, turn, you know, get the back pages, quote-unquote. When do the Red Sox start getting entertaining again? That's a great question. We will leave you with that cliffhanger as we go to break. Sell some soap, as Faurier likes to say. We'll pay the bills. We'll come back. Steve, Cody, Jeff, Rick, don't you guys go anywhere. We'll get to all your calls and more here on Fitzy and Hart, filling in for the Greg Hill Show, President's Day, W-E-E-I.
We're back. The old Fitzy and Hart Show. Your pals Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart. You can reach us on the socials at WEEI, at Fitzy GFY, and at Jumbo Hart. And, of course, you know the text line, 37937. Back to the phones we go at 617-779-7937. We were just talking a little XFL. We talked All-Star Game earlier, Jason Tatum's <clears throat> epic performance and what that means about the future of the Celtics and their chances to win the NBA championship. And we were just getting our grouse on about the Red Sox and what a frustrating last 18 months it's been as a Red Sox fan since they made that surprise run to the American League Championship Series against the Astros. Ever since then, oh boy, what a ride it's been. Oh, our old pal, a Hillman regular, high-pitched Jeff in the truck is calling in to talk some socks. Hello, Jeff. What's going on, people? Gentlemen, how are you today? And a happy President's Day, pal. (laughs) Same to you. I was fucking working in and working these crazy hours, huh? Mm -hmm. All right, a couple of things here. So XFL, are they still allowed to put stupid names on their jerseys? No, they no. they can't do the he hate me's and the crazy stuff they did during Vince McMahon's inaugural wrestling style XFL back in two thousand. All right, cool. So we got that now. Um, and now let's talk about uh, John Henry. Maybe they were yelling uke because they want uke back. <laughs> yep, that's it. You know what? That's probably what somebody, uh, Mr. Henry. Uh, they were just chanting for Euclid because they're very happy about him joining the Nesson broadcast booth this year, sir. They definitely weren't booing you. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. Honestly, I mean, that it has to be something along those lines, Andy, because maybe he's just not maybe he's just not used to it. Maybe things have gone so well for so long that now it's just here. Let the give the peasants their eighty-three win baseball team. Well, even the comments to Jen McCaffrey about you know the winning over the last two decades, living in the past, which I've given you and yours a hard time about for the Patriots fans. Like, it becomes sad at some point when you are pointing to past accomplishments rather than current competitive nature, competitive hopes. And, you know, the in football we see it all, the, the Yankees for some degree. Like, there's a lot of, you know, pointing to their pennants there. And I know Yankees fans get frustrated with the idea, like, let's win now, let's win one, or the Cowboys or the Raiders or some of these teams that were great historically – and to have your owner pointing to that, I mean, that's Dan Duquette, more days in first place. That's uh, the Celtics talking about playoff games won over the last 10 years. No, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work here. You may say that internally. Maybe it's even part of your business model. Uh-huh. But don't say that to the fans. Do no. not. It's it Just be smarter. And I do wonder, though, from his perspective only, mm-hmm. Is he so insulated? Is he so yes man to death? Yes, Mr. Hen- Mr. Henry. Yes, Mr. Henry. Like, could he be convinced that booze aren't happening or it's you or it's this? or No, you didn't hear what you thought you he- heard. I-, I would be concerned about that. And, you know, I know when you're working for these billionaires, sometimes it's tough to say, uh, well, actually, they're, uh, they were booing right at you. They hate you, Mr. Henry. It's probably hard to say that, to verbalize that to him, but somebody needs to tell him. Somebody needs to let him in. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, you know what? Actually, just do uh, take the tu- take the tough walk into the stadium. Go sit with the fans, and you want to do a real open forum instead of just sitting on stage. Uh, you know, out at the MGM in Springfield. Come sit. You know, come come sit out in right field. Come. You know, actually, 
Go to right field where the Andy, you know, like in the uh, just past Pesky's pull out in right field where the seats are actually pointed at center field, and you've yep. got to like turn half your body in the tiny seats and have your knee <laughs> and have your knees like pushed up against the seat. For anyone who's over six feet tall, it's just a wonderful take. You know, go go sit out there and just you know talk talk amongst the fans for a while and see how the fans really feel about the direction of the Red Sox. Back to the phones, Andy. Cody's up in Maine. He wants to talk a little uh, Extreme Football League. We're here for it. Hi, Cody. Finally, an undefeated D.C. team. Also, go watch Cocaine Bear and vote for Howard Stern in 2024. Wow. That was a good call. <laughs> I'm intrigued by this Cocaine Bear thing. Not going to lie to you. First of all, I'm sorry, that's the first time I've ever been baba buoyed. You know, honestly, considering the things that people try to say or want to say or attempt to say in defense or support of a million different personalities, past, present, and future of this radio station, Boston Sports and more. Jackson, I'm almost honored that oh, we I'm just got I love it. I, when I, whenever I hear Baba Booey at a PGA Tour event, it just lightens my heart. I absolutely love it. That was that was absolutely wonderful. And the fact that also he came out in support of Cocaine Bear. Andy, I am super excited to go see that movie. Yes. Right. Like, how could you not be? Again, if you go in with the appropriate uh, expectations and mentality. I'll yes. watch anything with Elizabeth Banks or a bear on cocaine in it. Yeah, and there, and there's that's a select hey, list. That's not a very large IMDb I was say, entry, Jackson. Jackson, what's your favorite uh, three movies with a bear on cocaine? Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, it would have to be uh, Super Troopers, although he wasn't really on cocaine. He was just really high. <laughs> and it wasn't a bear. It was a guy in a bear suit. So uh, Okay, close enough. Yeah. Uh, the, the Revenant. The oh, well, that bear was jacked up, but I'm not sure if uh, any pharmaceuticals were necessarily involved. Hey, of I, I'm out on the ledge trying to think of movies with bears in them now. <laughs> uh, of course, the, the Gray with Liam Neeson. Uh, yeah, not a lot. Uh, Jungle the Edge, Book. Of, the Edge with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. You want to talk about a movie that will put hair on your chest. I've never, never never, even heard of that movie. I wasn't even prepared to go over our top five bear movies at this point <laughs> in the program. But, you know, sometimes holiday fill-in shows and President's Day sports radio takes a weird turn. Yeah, the nice thing about what, what's going to be fun about Cocaine Bear, Andy Jackson, at all, is that it's not taking itself in any way, shape, or form seriously. This is not supposed to be some dramatic thriller. This is going to be a very tongue-in-cheek approach. Elizabeth Banks is... Uh, Obviously dabbled in a lot of comedy. She's been on TV shows like 30 Rock. She herself very funny and turned out to be a pretty nice director as well. I think this is going I think this is angling to be Andy, like your go to number one choice for tongue in cheek, garbage, uh, late night Cinemax style viewing entertainment. The kinds of movies sometimes you just want to tune in and have a complete escapist approach to things like, wow, the world's getting really difficult. And I'm not sure if uh Conflict overseas or floating objects over the Yukon are going to be the end of us. I think I'm just going to grab a popcorn, a soda pop, and enjoy cocaine bear. And as you like to say, I'm here for it. Precisely, my friend. Precisely. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Hopefully you don't use it to Baba Booey us, but at the same time, who cares? We're having fun here. One more hour to go on Fitzy and Hart filling in for the Greg Hill Show here on President's Day. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we'll talk a little Patriots. We'll keep the calls coming in about the Celtics, the extreme football, the Red Sox, and more. And I have prepared, speaking of cinema and President's Day, a very special President's Day quiz 
for Andy Hart that I can tell he's already going to hate. You're not going to want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. Fitzy and Hart on WEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.